Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the Suicide Watch subreddit. Before we get into this, this is a very heavy subreddit. Um, I know we talk about subjects like suicide, um, and I like to come back to this one. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really like to come back to it. It's a, kind of a somber reminder of where I was at one point in my life as well, but um, I think it's important to talk about these things, especially when they get this far down the line. Um, and so that's why I'm bringing this up. If you guys are, I'm going to try, I've tried to weed out anything where it's just com- where like, I can't really comment on it. Like it's just somebody uh, venting or something like that. Um, but and you know the stuff where maybe i can make some more commentary on but if you guys are in your own mental health journey and it's not you know you're kind of scraping at the barrel this may actually set you back so anybody who is like really really uh deep in their depression and you know all that kind of stuff you might not want to listen to this podcast maybe you can listen to i have uh i mean i think i literally have hundreds more so Feel free to check out all of that stuff. Uh, before we get into that, uh, if you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I usually go to any subreddit, anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new. But I am by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. And uh, yeah, I don't usually, like I said, I don't usually do subreddits that are like this enveloped in suicide. We do talk about suicidal ideations. We talk about... Um, What's the other stuff? Um, intrusive thoughts. We talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, it, it's not. We don't always talk about things like this. So, um, just want to make sure that's very, very clear. Um, let me see here. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, check this out. So, if real quick, if any of you guys are to the point where you feel like this. I would highly recommend you guys uh, call a suicide help hotline. Um, actually, I think they have one on this subreddit, if I'm not mistaken. If they don't, that would be very strange. Um, oops, wrong player. Um, let's see here. Oh, I don't actually see one here. They usually have... Oh, here we go. Uh, let's try this place. Oh, hotline numbers. Okay, cool. Uh, da, 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 da. Grab some of these hotline numbers just in case any of you guys need them. Sorry. Uh, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. This is 1-800-273-8255. I'll also have a... Not, sorry, not a link. I'll have I'll have the numbers in the info box if any of you guys need any of this stuff. I'm going to copy and paste it. So it says veterans press one to reach specialized support, press two for Spanish language support, all that kind of other stuff. Um, there's an online chat. There is a couple other things. Um, by the way, if any of you guys happen to be affiliated with these services, I would love to have somebody from these services on. I, I did have somebody that was on, but uh, she wasn't, she talked about, you know, how, how she volunteered for it, but I'd like to hear it from somebody that's like, here's these types of the, the the types of things that people say on my podcast at some point um but anyway yeah i'll have a link to or, what do i keep saying link i'll have uh, any of that information in the info box down below if you or a loved one is dealing with any of this stuff so 
Anyway, let's go to the first post here. Any mothers out here? I'm a son, and I want to know what you would feel if, uh, how you, I guess, how would you, how you would feel if your children took their life for whatever reason. I'm thinking of my parents now that I'm now since I'm suicidal. So, it's great. Okay, it's not great that you're, that this person is in this situation, but it is great that this person has something to hold on to. So I call these, if you guys are new here, I call these anchors. So. Anchors are uh, things like community, purpose. I'm sure there's other things, so spirituality, spiritual, but that usually comes to purpose as well. Um, the reason why I call them anchors is because they anchor you to this life. They anchor you to um, to the earth, um, and they make it so you don't want to leave it. Um, uh, by the way, I mean this more in a metaphorical sense, not a like, oh, I want to be an astronaut and go blast off into space. Um and the reason why they anchor you is because you feel that you need to be tethered. Now, the thing about anchors, right, is they what I don't I haven't really talked this much into the metaphor. What is one thing that happens with the anchor, right? It's usually connected to a chain or a rope. Rope and chains are typically used to bind people. And yes, sometimes I think we do need binding to this earth um, when we are it, it just, much like a, a, a balloon that. Uh, that uh, floats off, right? Like it needs it needs to be tied down, or it will float off. And um, as I as I talked about here before, there was an incident where a, a graduating class uh, that was graduating in the same place as us, there one of their one of the balloons flew up and uh, uh, fried a electrical line. And so yeah, so you know there there's a reason why these things are tied down, right? And I think we need to kind of remember that. Um, I know it can seem burdenful, like, oh, if I didn't, only, if only I didn't have my mom and my, you know, whatever, um, I wouldn't, I'd be able to take my own life. Actually, that's great that you're not able to take your own life. It's nice that there is something there for you that's keeping you tied to this earth, no matter what it may be. Um, I think it's, I think it's good when you have these things. That's why I tell people to actively um, go out and try and create your own community. Create a community that'll miss you when you're gone. Create a community that would make you feel guilty if you if you decided to just kill yourself, right? Um, obviously, that's not the only reason why you want to create a community, but it's like a, a residual effect of it. So I think it's very important for you to uh, to have these types of things, even if you don't have family, right? I mean, I'm sure there are, are people out there like that. Um, you know, my... Uh, kind of hypocritical but one of my my family members always used to say you know um family is much more than just blood right it, it's much more than just blood um and he, he they, they he would say that because he had a friend that was basically like we used to call him uncle um so that, that was like how close he was like i didn't actually didn't know he wasn't, wasn't my uncle until a lot later um <laughs> oh, not my biological uncle how about that so you know try and find people like that that will keep you layered down now I can I can't really speak from a mother's standpoint, but I can tell you if I'll just you know go ahead and insinuate what my mother would do if I if I did that right because I was I was close-ish. I want to say let's say let's say there's five steps. I'm just making this up, but let's just say there's five steps to uh, completing or you know actually committing suicide. I think I was on the third step, so I had two more steps before I would have done it. Um, if I had done that, I think my mom would have, it, it, uh, she, she really internalizes a lot of stuff. So it would be very hard for her. I think she'd, she'd be able to live her life, but 
I think there would be something in the back, you know, in the back of her head asking, is there something more that she could do? Right. Even if it, it it's not a fair question to ask people, you know, parents will still ask that. Right. It's very common when, when uh, a, a loved one or, well, sorry, uh, when your kids are go a different path than what you wanted them to go. Uh, it's very common for you to question where you went wrong, what you could have done, you know, maybe you need to love them more, maybe I should have done this, maybe I should have done that, right? Um, it, it happens, man. It happens almost at every funeral that I go to as well, right? Oh, I should have, you know, I should have uh, done this, I should have done that, I should have talked to them more, right? I should have given them that call, even though I um, was afraid. By the way, I, I highly recommend any of you guys who do have loved ones, um, who, you, who maybe you've been meaning to call, just call them. Um, it can kind of come out of the blue sometimes, but just call them, just call them and let them know that you love them or anything like that. I, I, you know, whatever it may be, even if it's just to, to shoot the breeze or whatever, um, it, it, it's well worth it. It is well worth it. So, um, anyway, let's go over to the next post here. Law of attraction, religion, spirituality, all of it ruined me. It gave me false hopes, something to believe in. It wasn't real. It was pseudoscience. Now I'm suffering the consequences. I'm going to kill myself. I wish I stayed as an atheist or agnostic. I'm wondering, there's a couple of follow-up questions here. By the way, I even as a religious person, I understand that religion is not for everybody. But um, I think, uh, oh, and this is from somebody that says I don't like religion. Um, this is law of attraction. I'm trying to figure... I don't know, law. What is the law of attraction? Hold on, I, I've heard I've heard that before. Is that like um, is that like you attract what you put out? Is that in the New Thought Spiritual Movement? The law of attraction is a pseudoscience based on the belief that positive or negative thoughts bring positive. Oh, okay, so it's like manifesting. Okay, po uh, so positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. So if you well, I think there there's some truth to it. I don't think it's exactly like um, I don't think all of those things go together. So the I don't think that the law of attraction goes with re, uh, religion in the way that I see it. Um, you know, because even in religion, there are terrible things that happen. Even if you are the best Christian and you follow all of God's laws, or you know whatever it may be, or you're you're really strict with the Bible. Uh, bad things will still happen to you. I think that's very important. Now, if you were getting a something different from somebody who said, oh, well, you know, if you believe in Christ, all of your ailments will be put away. If you pray for healing, you will be healed, right? Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with praying for healing or anything like that, but I think there is something wrong with telling people they will get better if they pray. I think that is, I think that's in, um, I think that's irresponsible. I think that that um, that all that brings is false hope, just like this person is. I'm not too sure what their thought process is. Once again, I, I don't really know uh, what this per what this person went through, um, but I will say this: I'm sure that they probably thought if they went to this religion, whatever it may be that it was going to save them from the terrible thoughts or the terrible predicament that they found them in that gave them, they gave birth to these terrible thoughts. Um, either way, uh, I think it's important, no matter what you do, to, uh, to not have false hope. Now, 
Um, I've been a little harsh on hope recently, and I want to make sure that I'm clear. Um, I, I don't mind hope, but I still think that you need to be realistic about things. Meaning, I mean, I would hope that one day I would be reignited, reignited, wait, re, reunited, not reignited, sorry. I don't want to go back on fire. I, I want to be reunited with my loved ones um, at the end of my journey if I go, you know, if if and when I go to heaven, right? Um, I would like that. But at the same time, I need to still cherish my loved ones that are still here. So if I just put all of my hope into heaven, I won't be wanting to, I won't want to live the life of the flesh. I won't want to live this life with all of the troubles and, and the, the sorrows that come with it as well. Um, and I think it's important to balance that, that feeling of hope with the feeling of, with that feeling of desperation, right. To, to, to become better. Right. Um, now all I will say is um, hope is not, I, I don't think that hope always needs to be a happy type of hope, right? Um, I think you can still be hopeful and still have some level of sadness and depression to you. Um, like, I'll give you an example, right? Like this whole week, I've just thrown away everything, right? Like I've been, uh, as I mentioned yesterday, I've just been, you know, I've been watching porn pretty much daily. It's been about once a day, but still it's a lot for me. Um, and I've also been like eating out. I've been trying to keep it in my calorie count, but I'm sure I haven't. I'm sure, you know, when I, when I did the calculations, I was like, wait a minute, this is a little bit more, but eh, whatever, 500 calories here and there. That's still a lot. Um, and I think it's important, you know, but even then I still have hope that I will tomorrow go to the gym that I will. I, also, one thing I haven't really been to the gym for a while, uh, about four days, but three days, sorry. Uh, but yeah, either way, like there is, there is still hope that I will get back into my old habits, right? But at the same time, I need to be the one to get myself into those old habits. That, that's the thing. I think people use hope as an as a uh, as a an excuse to procrastinate, and I don't like that part of it. But if you're hopeful and you're working towards something, then you're not going to get completely nothing, right? You're going to get some type of experiential value out of what you're doing. But, you know, at the same time, I think it's important to, I, and as I'm getting older, I'm starting to understand why hope is so important to people and why it's become a little bit more important to me. But as I said before, I don't try and keep false hope. I don't try and act like things, um, aren't the way that they are or aren't going to stay that the way that they are if somebody doesn't do something. So um, I think that's really important. Um, and once again, if atheism and agnosticism was for you, then absolutely, that's fine. But uh, I think sometimes when we do have false hope, it, the harder we tend to fall. So it's very important to, uh, <clears throat> to you know, figure that out. Um, next post here. I wish I was pretty. I feel so ugly. I want to have a boyfriend and friends like everyone else, but it feels like everyone avoids me at my school. All the girls, everyone likes, sorry, all the girls, everyone likes are white, pretty, and thin. I want to look like that. I hate my dark skin and big thighs. I wish I was attractive, but nobody likes, uh, wow. nobody likes black girls. I feel so lonely and disposable. Every time I made a new friend, eventually they, they just ghost me. It hurts. I just want to die. What's the point in being here anyways? So there is, 
this this can be very problematic. There was um, I don't know if I read it on this podcast or another podcast, but there was a I think it was a young girl who was dealing with Asian beauty standards. Um, if you guys don't, uh, I think I think I think it was China. I'm not I'm not sure now that I'm thinking about it. But one of the things that she mentioned was she's kind of like a giant where she's at. She's about five eight or five nine. The average height of women in China, I think, is five one. Five two, wait, hold on. Average height uh, China. Hold on, let me see. Average height for Chinese men is about five six. Average height for women is about five two. Um, so yeah, that 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 makes sense. Uh, so this girl is taller than the average height of men. So it it kind of got to her because she's you know and. To be fair, it is uh, a lot of women tend to want to date a guy that is bigger than her. I I think, okay, this is just something I talked to my cousin about one time, and she had mentioned that it makes her feel safe. But she also has a gigantic father. Um, My uncle is like six foot five or six foot six. So her boyfriend ended up being about six feet. But still, you know, she she just she's like, yeah, I, I just need somebody that's taller. And I didn't really think about that. I, maybe there is something to the father bonding thing, just like there is with the mother bonding thing with guys. Right. Um, so anyway, going back to that. So there, there are always going to be, depending on where you're at, you're probably going to have to face some of these standards. Uh, one thing that I usually like to tell people who do not think that they're attractive is, is there anything you can do about it? A, um, there's nothing you can do about your dark skin. Despite, I mean, listen, I'm sure there are surgeries and stuff. You don't want to do it. Trust me. You do not want to do any of that stuff. Um, and it depends on where you are, where, you know, where, where you are in the world. I'm sure maybe some people think like that. I'm not too sure. I, like I said, I don't know where you are. Um, and I don't know how old you are. It says you're at school, but I don't know if you're in high school, middle school, whatever. <clears throat> if you're in middle school, I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, you shouldn't even be, I'm not going to say you shouldn't be dating anyway, but uh, a lot of those relationships just kind of flicker out anyway. Um, so, you know, that's one thing. Um, also, uh, I will say this. If you're in school, right, boys aren't... I feel like it takes boys a little while to actually, like, mature. And then also... Well, okay, kind of going back to what I... So, with the prevalence of porn now, we do have a sense of... un unattainable well okay it's not completely unattainable but there is some unattainable beauty standards that come with uh watching porn right like there is going to be a certain girl that fits what people in porn are looking for right uh skinny waist big butt whatever all that other stuff um and so they're going to look that you know boys that watch a lot of that are going to look for girls like that um, I don't, by the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with people uh, having attractions to a certain race or anything like that. I don't think it's racist. I think people just have their preferences. Um, but I would just say this, try and be realistic with what you're, what you're um, talking about, right? Is that really true? Or is it just, it, or is it this uh, ever surmountable feeling inside of you that makes you feel that, uh, that makes you feel that way because <laughs> i can tell you wh- one thing even when girls were asking me out by the way actively asking me out in senior year of high school i really did not think i was attractive now let that sink in for a moment because there are some people who never get asked out by girls right so for me 
I was thinking to myself, like, wow, I really thought I was unattractive when I was the most attractive. And now I feel really attractive, even though I'm not as attractive as I was in high school, right? It's very different. But I, I as soon started developing confidence with the things that I was doing in life. So um, I think that was something that really um, helped me as I went on. But um, this is just something that you have to kind of live, uh, you know, work with. So um, even though people may be getting boyfriends or girlfriends, you know, around you, um, you know, don't let that change who you are completely. Um, if there's some things that you want to try and do, then that's totally fine. Um, you know, uh, when I say don't change, I just mean try not to change your character unless it's something that's very negative that's affecting you negatively. Because um, I feel like sometimes people try and change themselves too much to the point where they're not even a semblance of who they are. And they have to put on this mask in front of the person that they like the most, which is is only going to make the person fall in love with the, the mask more than the person themselves. So um, be very careful about that. And once you get out of high school, you have a whole world out there that, um, listen, there are tons of guys that like black girls, you know. Um, I grew up with, uh, dude, look at these Samoan people, man. Dude, these, these Samoan people, they love, uh, they love black girls, white girls, just anything that moves, I think. So maybe find yourself a Samoan guy. Maybe, maybe that'll work out. Um, but yeah, I think you, I think you need to, uh, kind of expand your horizons a little bit. Cause there are a lot of guys that like, uh, black women. So anyway. Let's do one more here. I've lost it. I think this is my only option. I've tried to, my best to keep it together for so long, but now I finally, I'm finally falling apart and there's absolutely nothing left for me to do. I lost all my friends. I lost all motivation to do anything. And what now? I want to just, I just want to die. So one thing, and I, I think I'm going to make a video about this, but I need to kind of think about it a little bit, which is going to be the reasons why you should not commit suicide, which are, are very, like, there's so many reasons. Um, and the thing is, if you stay alive, there are infinitely more possibilities for you to make your life better than if you die, where there is absolutely no possibility for you to make your life better, right? Because you're dead. Um, I don't care what you believe in, okay? I don't care if you believe in heaven. I don't care if you believe in whatever. Um, and let's just assume that, you know, because I know in Catholicism, um, you uh if you commit suicide i think you automatically like that's you can't go to heaven if you commit suicide something like that uh, i was talking to a catholic about it one time <clears throat> um even if that like let's just say let's just throw that out there right um you still have the you, you still you know threw away this life and it sounds harsh but i really am trying to be as as um as uh compassionate about this as i can but there's no other way to put it you if you do commit suicide you do throw away your life you do throw away your life and any possibility of making it any better and any possibility of making it better for the other people, right? When Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park uh, ended his life, it destroyed me, man. It destroyed me. You want to know why? Because, and I talk about this a lot, because he was the main reason that I was able to get through my depression for so long. Because... Um, when I would listen to Hybrid Theory on repeat, if you guys don't know what Hybrid Theory is, just what they're, one of their best albums. Uh, their best album, in my opinion, but um, listen to it on repeat while I was playing Xbox 360. I would burn it onto the, the 360 and I'd listen to it. And I would just listen to the lyrics. I would listen to, you know, any, you know just everything on there. And um, it, 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 it soothed me, you know, even though the, you know, the, the lyrics were very... Um, 
would you say? The lyrics were very, uh, like, depressing. It was cathartic for me to hear that somebody else was going through this, right? Um, my favorite song to do at karaoke, well, if my friend, if my friend Paul is there, is in the end, right? Because um, there's something cathartic about it, you know. In, instead of somebody telling you that um, that hey, what you're doing does matter. In the end, you know, sometimes it really doesn't feel like it matters, man. It really doesn't feel like it. Um, you know, there there's just there's just things that he would say that would really um, hit me and knowing that we're not going to have hit, uh, you know, he's not going to be there. And he has like, he left her behind like five or six kids or something like that. It broke my heart, man. It broke my heart because I was sitting there thinking to myself, how, how come I couldn't help him the same way he helped me? You know, even though I'm insignificant in this equation, why couldn't I help him the same way he helped me? It doesn't seem fair. And it, it isn't, you know? And so, um, you know, if any of you guys are out there are considering this, once again, I will have uh, those hotline numbers in the info box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box. I will also have a link to the Suicide Watch subreddit in the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual. <laughs>